Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. How many great poly parties were you a part of? Because people, I always, I missed his last one, and I, I was like, "But he's older now." Yeah, the fiftieth birthday. Now, now they're handing out purple fun. T-shirts. It ain't the same thing. Or used to be packs of little white things before, but no more. Dude, the chewy days. Yeah, <laughs> the chewy days. I mean, we still have some that floating around, but the poly poly's not part yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. When I'm, I'm telling you, like I'd be waiting to the House of Pain would come and play. Uh, one time I was watching Mickey Rourke nearly snort a table oh, up. I'm shit. like, bro, you gotta calm down. That yeah, was, I mean, it was wild. It, he would just the parties were phenomenal. When the when this when the place uh, and and no, no disrespect when this place wasn't so corporate. Yeah. Oh no, we call it, yeah we call it the dead years. Yeah, the what? The dead years. The dead years. Like when it was kind of slow, you mm-hmm. mean? Those, like nobody was here. And it was just a party house. Right, we were basically animal house. Yeah, it was house. like animal house. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, and just whatever would happen right. would exactly. happen. The glory yeah. days. Yeah, the so glory great. days. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. When it wasn't so corporate. When there were no cameras and... Yeah, now no, there's... Yeah. Fuck it, they lock doors. You're like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. People have to live yeah, here. <laughs> and they have... Exactly. They have like comedy in a bunch of the rooms instead of like just empty areas for fun. Right, no more. <laughs> I got caught fucking here a couple months ago. Uh, yeah, we heard. It's one of my Sorry favorite stories, that. by the way. <laughs> how does the story go? Yeah, well, this say, is how I, the legend goes. Yeah, what's, uh, you know it better. I don't. I don't know. It's a legend. Oh, okay, I don't know what so some, uh, I don't know what manager or somebody was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, what? Because uh, you were with somebody, and I believe you were in the main, in room? The main room. Okay, in the ramp, like the main room, and they were like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "It's okay. I'm a paid regular." <laughs> Perfect answer. <laughs> that's what I ask for everything. Amazing. Yeah. That's my. That's my Answer for everything here. Yeah. I'm paid regular. Don't worry about it. No, it's cool. My I'm a paid regular. Like, my picture uh... and my name is on the wall. <laughs> That's what I tell them while I was at. My picture and my name is on the wall. What did the per- manager or whomever it was say to you? I don't remember. I think he like uh, he's like, okay. I, think, uh, I don't remember. I just know I was doing something. He I starts running your name through a file. I'll <laughs> yep. see about that. <laughs> I don't know if he left and came. I don't know. He, <laughs> think he just walked in or something. I said, okay, wait a minute. I'll be finished in a minute. Smart. <laughs> and he came back like, look, man, come on. I was like, okay. I'm almost finished. Okay, so. Just give me one more minute. I'm a professional. It could cause a medical issue. You could have said I'm a professional. Yeah, because they, they can Google that too. I'm man. a paid regular and I, hey, hey, I do this. I have an Indian award. <laughs> I, have an I know Indian. what I'm doing. Don't worry about it. Go back. Yeah, go on your merry little way of. But yeah, it was weird. Like, I, I remember one night I was, it was late and we were drinking in the back, but like everybody just hanging kind of and uh, stealing beers naturally. And then I went to, we used to put the drops in the original room, in the uh, cover booth. We did it in the main room and the original room. But this night I was walking into the original room and it was closed. Everything was closed and there was one little tiny light on in the OR. And I walked in and I, just I'm hearing sex and I'm like what the fuck and it was a manager and one of my waitresses on the stage in the OR yeah. just going at it you have like, to the OR is the only right. place I haven't that's, a, that's the toughest place to yeah, you can't. to go because there was there was a show there in the morning it oh, okay. was definitely that late yeah, yeah I mean I remember walking into the main room like like maybe eleven thirty and we were going to get, to smoke pot and there was people yeah, two people fucking on the stage early. and I just remember being like 
it's not even midnight, and they're just <laughs> fucking on the stage in the main room. Guys, you gotta wait till Come after on. midnight. Come on, a little respect. And more importantly, now I, I'm gonna have to yeah. go into the lobby to get high instead of the green room because I'm not gonna <laughs> walk through sex to get high. That's the best. It's so, but there was so many little uh, holes. Like I've been telling this story about um, one of the comics when he when they started locking the doors, he met a girl like they do, and then he went to give take her the a tour. tour. Yeah, and that's take just how it works, right? Yeah. You know, there's Universal, right. and then there's the Comedy Store tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was giving Comedy her a tour. Store usually ends with Dick. Yeah. Comedy <laughs> store tour. <Hey>. <laughs> Sam. <And> so, <laughs> so he he was taking her, and he realized the doors were locked. And he went. He came back, and he's holding her hand. This poor unsuspecting nice girl, and he goes. They're locking the doors now, and I was like, yes. "Yeah, <laughs> it ain't, it it ain't so the angry. golden years." Oh man, yeah, the the fun time. That's why I'm yeah. impressed that that. But I'm that a paid regular is the it. right answer though. Oh yeah, yeah. for anything. I am. A, I wouldn't have got caught if the, the girl wouldn't have been so fucking contrary. We just would have went in the women's room, like I said at first. Old yeah. school. Never got caught. She yeah, because nobody I, goes in the women's room. Right. I mean, it was right there. I was like, she wants to be in the doorway. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you go. Yeah. She, oh, she wanted to show. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, All right. Well, look. Turn around. Okay. <laughs> so it was like a it. pride thing. It was like yeah, a pride. Yeah, yeah, I got to I would have done the yeah. same. <laughs> I was like, see, you fucked more up. of a doorway but, girl. Yeah, I was. I was pissed. Nothing wrong with that. Listen, your brother has control this. issues. You know. <laughs> yes. Like you can fuck me, but you have to do it right here. Yeah, because I want people. To, I want people to see that I. I'm, and part of her is like, I'm going to do that because he he probably won't just fuck me right here. And she didn't know that she was yeah, dealing well, with a yeah, champion. Yeah, hey, I'll do it. Paid regular she names was, on the building, which means you can get away with yeah, it. Maybe. And again, professional. <laughs> Depending. <laughs> I remember. Uh, that, that, that's my that's my passport here. You remember, everyone loves that story, by the way, because it has circulated. I'm a paid regular, and it's everyone loves it. Oh no, it's cool. I'm a paid regular. I'm a paid regular. You can get away with a lot with that, I, but though. You, you, I always throw in since '97. Since '97. <laughs> paid regular since '97. It's 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 like my little uh, fucking what's that? The American Express. Yeah. The car members since '97. You're 20, one of the OGs, 21 years, if you will. Exactly. That's OG I've been fucking now. here for two decades. <laughs> two decades. You know, have you ever heard Amber, the saying? Amber have, you heard the, have you ever heard the saying yeah, that right. if you're sitting next to Johnny Depp's ex-wife, your life is going to get really great? Dude, that's one of the oldest sayings. <laughs> one of the oldest sayings. <laughs> that's like a saying in Hollywood right now. Johnny Depp, giant Stanhope fan. Yes. Yeah, I was going yes. to They're say, like buddies. They're only like besties. Been here. The, the Makes night, me jealous. The night really? of the, the Stanhope podcast down here <laughs> was the same night that she claimed Johnny Depp hit her. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. When you saw that. No, 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 no. Yeah, when, because. When I saw her in the room with with uh, him, when they came as a couple, that was after. No, no, I meant, I meant the night Stanhope was podcast. down here podcasting. Oh. Was the same night that. Oh, I thought you meant the night we did that show with Elon Musk in the no. audience. Because that was like quite a bit after. Yeah. Can I throw something out real quick? You don't want to. You don't want to fuck with Elon Musk. Here's the thing. You don't want to fuck with Elon Musk. I'll this fuck is what people. Disagree. Well, why would you even think? But why would you even entertain that? What we should be thinking about is how lucky we are to live where there's a guy who's so fucking smart. People are letting drill holes under L.A. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got it, dude. You, you bought got a drill it. machine. Like everybody just, just, <laughs> everybody it. just bows it's down. Go ahead. What are you going to do? You going to launch a rocket? Okay. Perfect. Don't tell anybody. Everybody back fuck up. Them. Let them yeah. think it's a UFO. He yeah. just, just launches cars. What I'm saying is. Okay, so when we think of body disposal, 
Okay. Why did you like, look at me when you well, said that? Like it, I have to I'm, I'm, that I'm talking Philly. about I'm talking about the history of body disposal think about it. on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Right. We can bury them. We can liquefy them. We can incinerate them. Okay. We can feed them to pigs. But one thing that hasn't been accessible yet is to put the body into space. In a car. So to be dating a person who has the ability to murder you and send your corpse into space. Yeah. No one can ever do an autopsy on you. Ever. Yeah. You're, you're gone forever. Yeah, you're right. Or orbit like a satellite to launch you. Don't never be able to collect it. Don't fuck with Musk. Yeah. Don't fuck with Musk because he can mm. kill you. Like he could, Elon Musk could like add. add you're talking about the, the conspiracy theory that the guy who's in the space steering man. wheel. Is one of his enemies. Is one of Elon Musk's enemies. Yeah. If that was the case. <gasps> That would be, without doubt, Diabolical. the fuck Genghis Khan, oh, yeah. those oh, yeah. Viking pussies. <laughs> Any of those. He launched his enemy into fucking space yeah. and let everybody watch. Yeah. If that was really the case, Think if that was that. really the yeah. case, that might be the most gangster move a human's and, ever done. And, and, and we'll never find out. It is might. It is. And the conspiracy theory was, what I love is I told like, you in confidence. That, that person would wake up and it says, stay calm on the dash. Board. Yes, 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 yes. So they, they, they open their eyes and like, no, what the fuck? Everybody thinks that inside yeah. that thing is a purse, is a corpse. But really what's inside that thing a is a thing person. that's connected to saline solutions that are giving it just <laughs> enough fucking protein to keep it alive for like a year. Mm-hmm. And oh, a every year. And so the person is in this car and keeps coming to a little bit. And every time he wakes up, he sees or she on the dashboard, stay calm, stay calm. Yeah. You're, I gotta go. Just go. Sorry. All right. I'm, I'm going. On stage any moment now. Thank you. I'll yeah. see you after your set. I'll see you afterwards. I'll come down if you guys are still here. Yeah, right. come yeah. hang I'll, with I'll us. be back in like 20 minutes. You'll be here. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll run. And up. then Rick will have to go. Yeah, because oh, we'll swap out. Yeah, I'll come up when I bring you. I'll come down. Cool. You're amazing. Um, Fun times, kids. Joe Rogan, guys. Hey guys, that's right. I'm talking to you guys for just a second. Just want to talk about it. I know you're embarrassed to talk about it. But, you know, we see it. We know. It happens. Life happens. Life happens. You start to get older. Maybe even, not even that old. Mid-30s. You start to see it. Your hair starts to recede a little bit. A little bit of thinning, you know. You start freaking out. What do you do? You buy baseball hats. Snow caps, right? You're wearing a ski hat in the summer. Really? You don't need to do that. And please... Don't wear those hipster hats. We're not really into that. Don't do that. No one likes that. So why hide it? Why be embarrassed to talk about it? Take that second. This is so simple. You can nip it in the bud now. It's not something you have to hide anymore. There's actually solutions out there. You can go to forhims.com. It is a one-stop shop for men's wellness. You don't have to go to, you know, there's no like voodoo or some, you go to a back alley and rub some creepy oil on your head. That's not what it's like. This is so simple. You don't even have to go to a doctor's office and wonder who saw you come in. Oh no, who knows you're going bald? We do. We all know. Relax. It's okay. Because there's stuff out there for you. There is solutions for you. This is backed by science. There's no, this is a win-win situation. You know, you can go in, you can get well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions. 
right? They will ship it to your house. They'll ship it right to you. You could try it at home. And let me tell you something. Comedy store listeners, if you order now, our listeners get a trial month of For Hims for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost you hundreds of dollars if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. So why not do yourself a favor? Throw your sweaty hat out and get your shit together. Honestly, go to forhims.com slash TCS. That's right, forhims.com slash TCS. Forhims.com slash TCS. Get it. Forhims.com slash TCS. Charlie Barnett's like, he's like, I need a drink. And I actually remember going behind the bar and just pouring him fucking straight oh, liquor Jesus. so he wow. could get the edge off, right? But then Mitzi shows up and I just, I walked up to her and I'm like, do you remember me? Like I had just been here. three minutes. I did like, yeah, like I, I did, I did, man, you know, and. Uh, best way to approach her. Yep. Yeah. And she goes, oh, Yeah. <laughs> You're funny. Go ask Becker if you can be a doorman. And I'm like, I didn't even know what the fuck that meant. You know, so like I want to so, be a comic, not a doorman. Right, but like I, but I was just happy she remembered me. Right, so so then I go find Mike. You know, and I'm like, Missy just said I could be a doorman. And then like right out of the gate, like she there, Becker's like, yeah, we're gonna make you head doorman. Oh. And I'm like, I didn't even know that was like a nightmare. Yeah, but, the worst. Yeah, the worst because you got to do the schedule, and at that time. <laughs> You know, there was no security. There was just weird no. Kirk and his sister, yeah. right? I remember and, Kirk. Right, and Ralphie was the backdoor guy all the time. Remember the Fat guy. Ralph? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. yeah pre-Chewy. Ralph was this weird <laughs> dude that lumbered around, and he always carried a stack of Polaroids of pictures of whores sucking yes. his dick. Yes, yeah. Is that, is that the guy who just died he a couple years ago? He did, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. With so, the Polaroids in his pocket. But <laughs> Argus, Argus's speech at that gathering was one of the best i've ever seen at a memorial here yeah where he's like yeah ralphie was around a long time and i think we all are thinking the same thing why couldn't it have been johnny zap <laughs> and then johnny zap stands up super mad what this is ridiculous uh, zap i remember zap doing a zap gig with mark godier i don't remember that you don't man. remember mark godier mm-hmm. he was this big tall dude he had long hair and a beard and uh he was around i heard he became a fisherman oh. so but so I get the head doorman job, and at this point she's like trying to do uh, a, a comedy store in like the Sheraton in across the in, like in the uh, over in the valley, okay. like in studios in Universal City. So wow. there's just this little room that they'd set up, and there, who were my door guys? Jay Pope. Oh, uh, I love Jay Pope. Yeah, Mitch. Who's that angry little Jew? Mitch. Uh, I can't remember his fucking name. I don't know, but I like it. Rodney <laughs> Blackman. Remember Rodney? He wasn't mm-hmm. a, a comic, but he did the phones and stuff. New Orleans guy. Okay. Great guy. Uh, Andy Volver, Kravitz's friend, was here. I know Kravitz. Um, I remember that. Uh, who were the other door guys? Like, none of them are really... Mike Jaselka. Remember Mike Jaselka? Mm-hmm. I think he's a lawyer in Cleveland oh, now. Oh, wow. But we he toured with up. Sammy for a while. So I get here. So I get this job. I'm the head door guy. I don't have any understanding of this place. <laughs> but the you mythology. don't have Sam and Carl? Not They're yet. Not, okay. Here's the weird thing that happened with that. 
this is how it happened. I don't think I've really thoroughly told this story because it was weird. Like, I didn't know what was up here. I just knew that, like, I had to wear the shirt. And at that time, she wanted us to wear blazers. So I had to buy a blazer. And oh, I had boy. to buy, like, uh, just a, you know. And, and Standard the, comic uniform. Right, yeah. And the, and the comedy store shirt. And right. I had to do the schedule. Christopher, we, like, I didn't know how to how I was supposed to do spots. I was told that the belly room was for non-paid regulars. But I had to, like, I had to get on a show. I auditioned for the belly room with another fucking door guy. Christopher Wheel, he used to have a, ban- a banjo that had an applause light in it. Oh boy! Wow! Like he'd push a button and it would say applause, and I and and, and I was told that <laughs> Did I had it. Work? A, I don't know. Yeah, I, I so <laughs> I think he went on to become a film director. But I was told that I got a you know I got an audition for one of these guys. So he made me do a set for him in the belly room, and there was no one there but me and him. <gasps> And 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 then I was sort of then I was able to work the belly room. John Nikaforis, you remember Nikaforis? No. Uh, he was around, but not a door guy. His dad was a mortician. He was an interesting Ooh. guy. The Todd, Todd the Lemish. Todd, I love. It was here before Scariest the Annie. man ever. Yeah, but before though, before he was he, so funny. when he was just the blow dealer. He wasn't a blow dealer. He he was like a he blow a junkie, you yeah. know. But he be but before he got mean, like he was really this weird, so sweet funny. guy. Yeah, but he was funny because he bring Kevin West. He Kevin bring, West. Terrific. He would bring uh he would bring us on stage. Todd would do these vignettes. Like, you know, Kevin West was Oswald in the Kennedy shooting. I was J- John Lennon getting shot. <laughs> and like and he was sort of he'd do other people's material, but he thought he ran the place. You know, and then I met Barris right away because Barris had just gotten past sweeping in his car and sweeping in the back of the main room. And he took me to lunch, you know, and he was like, this is what's going on. It's, you know, he got into my head and he was fucking <laughs> weird. And then oh. Mark Goldstein talked yes. me into writing with him. Mark Goldstein, I do. I, that's how fucking naive I was. Goldstein's like, we should write together, and I'm like, and you did okay. It? Well, I oh tried. God, it was. So I, I remember. When I was. You know. I was. I moved out of Culver City into Crest Hill into Dice's old room. Not originally the maids' quarter thing. The green room with the shag car in the bottom. Yeah. I was up top first, but then I got Dice's room with its own bathroom. Yes. Had its own bathroom. Um, but but yeah, so I was I I spent one day writing with Goldstein, and he had no ideas. He just he just had this idea. Where it's like I'm Mario, and it's called Hey Mario. Hey Mario is the name of the movie, and he's just me walking down the street going Hey, people going Hey Mario, Hey, and that's all he had. Did I mean, he die? That, yes. That yeah. premise could sell still to this day. That's oh, true. Yeah. Hey he Mario, was so fucking nuts. It was like Groundhog Day for me because I started at ninety three, so yeah. I would come here and Danny Stone and Mark would just come in every day, do the same thing, pass me, and go do blow in the back, and then come Gold out. Goldstein was doing blow. I don't know if he was just hanging out or no, doing... No, he was just a weird cock-eyed, you know, kind of... Well, yeah. his eye, yeah, he lost his eye. No, it was later. He was that always was... a little... Yeah, I remember he lost his eye. I remember Mitzi gave him money for that. He had to get a surgery or something. Yeah, yeah, that was know. after me. So, like, so I'm here and, um, oh, yeah, Andy Letterer's around. I don't know like, that one. And the, so I'm, I'm kind of excited to be here and, you know, we're I'm working, the, you know, the main room and there was like two or three shows in the main room back then. It was sort of a big time. It's technically the boom when a you're talking after, about... A little after, a little after. A little after. Yeah, okay. it was like, you know, because oh, yeah. Roseanne's he, gone, you know, right. Jim Carrey's gone, Robin's gone, they're all gone. It's, you know, it's it's approaching Sam's time. Sam and Dice broke Got the, it. the year that I was here, right? Oh, okay. so So the main room shows would be like, it'd be Dice, Joey Kamen, Jan Hart, Karen Haber, uh, <laughs> Fleischer, um, uh, Damon Wayans. Perfect. Uh, like, you know, just like dudes, you know, Altman. 
Um, was Fleischer Tim Jones? Was he Tim already Jones. weird and kind of crazy? He's always doing the same thing. Always same yeah. thing. Yeah, always the same thing. Okay. Um, and like those were the shows. So like, and Dice was, you know, he hadn't broke yet, but he was solid. Like it was like, like it was all you could feel it was about to happen because it was character. so tight. It was so tight. And then Sam would come in late. Like Sam, Monday nights were that was when it all happened because Monday yeah. night it was no cover in any of the rooms. Wow. In my Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. My recollection. So it this all the freaks would converge. And that was when Sam was would do it. Like so like you could just feel him coming. But but I'm getting ahead of myself. When I got here, because I was only here about a year, and when I got here uh, Sam was out on the road okay. and Carl had come back and I didn't know Sam. I'd seen him once and I didn't like him much. I thought it was a gimmick and I didn't give a shit. And I don't know what I was thinking, but oh, Schubert was around, but he was, he wasn't a doorman. He was already in like, you know, he was, he, he had already broken his leg. When I met Schubert, he still oh, had a shit. cast on and I was here when he got the cast off too early. And 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 they had to go. And it was, I was walking with him, and he couldn't walk. And he had to go get it back on, and he never did the physical therapy, and that's why he's fucking gimp. That's, the that's limp. why he limps. Yeah. Yeah. But that because he he wrecked his bike. But he used to be a dice guy. Dice had guys. Sam had guys. Dice's guys were generally clean, right? You had the uh, hot tub. You had yeah. uh, you know had Jimmy. You had cheesecake. You didn't want to hang around dice too much because you get a nickname. Yeah. You know, like here comes Muffin. You yeah. know, whatever. I was Shermanator. You yes. were, and that was two thousand and three or something. So, but the thing with Dice Camp and Sam Camp is that Dice they were all clean and you know on the level. They were on, on drugs. They weren't on drugs. Oh, got it. I was and like, the Sam Camp, wise, yeah. right? Sparky, remember Chervitz? Yeah, Sparky. Uh, yeah, I ran Sparky out of here. Yeah. He, he was a bitter little fuck. Yeah, he showed up and everyone Ricky was just- Ricky him. Everyone was like, God, this guy's fucking annoying. He just treated everyone like shit. Uh, I was a door guy. And so yeah. I was like, hey, go fuck with that guy. I'm like, all right. Yeah. It was like three weeks of every time he showed up, he's like, hey, Sparky's here. Let's piss on him. Oh, and man. Him being like, dude. Yeah, you should respect me. me. He'd do a Sam voice. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one respects you. Yeah, Sparky. Sparky was here. Yeah, sure. So, so okay, so I'm in the kitchen, and Carl comes in, you know, and I'd never seen him before. And I watched him perform, and I was like, this guy's like a performance artist. This is genius. Amazing. It, it is kind of amazing what it's Carl one of my does. my favorites. Yeah. It's something to watch. And back then, you know, but I didn't know Sam really, and I didn't know their relationship, and I didn't know any of that shit. And I introduced myself as a new door guy. He's like, yeah, I was a door guy. We were all door guys. So he's like, you know. <laughs> That's pretty like, good. Yeah. Yeah, you know. You know and, uh, and he's like, yeah, you seem good. You seem good. And he's like, uh, here, take this. And he gives me his watch. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And so I'm like, thanks. So I thought it was some sort of like, you know, like, all right. So You're this in. means, yeah, yeah, right. Gang. I got the watch. Got my colors. And, I'm, and he's like, Sam, I'm going to want Sam to meet you. And I'm like, all right, okay. You know, but I didn't really know what I was in for, you know, but I'm living in Crest Hill and now I got Carl's watch and, you know, and I'm like, what's happening? You know? It's all happening. Right. And then, then Sam shows up and like, he gets right in you. Like he gets into your being. He's like, you're new door guy, you know? And I'm like, yeah, he's like, all right, okay. <laughs> All right. It's like, we're going to have to have a talk, you know, that kind of shit. And I'm like, yeah, Carl gave me his watch, you know? So I. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, oh, well, in that case. 
I didn't but, realize you were on the watch already. Yeah. <laughs> but the story that most people know about me is that peeing on the bed story. But this is the first time I met Sam. Like, you know, I thought I'd, ha- you know, I could do drugs, you know, I thought I was on the level. Like, the first time me and Sam hung out, man, like, you know, it was after, it was probably Monday. Because Sam, you know, once I got into the crew, you know, it was my job to set Cresto up for the party. So he'd give me a couple hundred bucks when he'd go in and do the main room, and I'd go buy liquor, enough to stash. I'd oh, go wow. buy cigarettes. I'd go buy mixers. And I'd go up to the house, and I'd just lay it out and wait for the freaks to come. So they would come <laughs> up Monday night, and we could go till Wednesday sometimes up there. Yeah. But it was my. I was that lackey. Like, you know, you ready? You can do it. And I'm like, yeah, man. I go down to Pink Dot and I go down there, the liquors to the 7 Eleven. I'd just be buying, like, I know this is going to go on for a while. So I had to buy liquor that I would hide because the initial party was always like a bunch of weirdos. But then the hardcore people would always come down to like Sam, me, sometimes Carl, and a few other comics that were just sort of like, what is happening here? I don't know. <laughs> so, but the first time I met Sam, it was great. Uh, so we're up at the house, you know, and, you know, we, he's putting out Coke, you know, and, um, nice. and I, you know, I had the, I had the, the lobby card picture of the cast of Freaks and that, that I initiated that as what we would do Coke. I don't know why we did it off of that, but we did. It was always <laughs> off of amazing. the picture of the cast of Freaks. <laughs> and, <laughs> right, rightly so. Right, it right. seems like it makes Perfect. sense. So, so it's just me and Sam and he's got Coke and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a Coke guy. So we're doing it, you know, and he's just looking at me going, look me in the eye, Marin. I don't, you know, I don't respect someone who can't look me in the eye. So I'm like looking at Sam. And, you know, and he's, <laughs> There's two he's, dudes on below staring at each that's other. That's right. And he's Terrifying. telling me what's up. You know, he's just, I don't remember what he said, but I remember we were doing coke and I'm looking at him and he's looking at me. And then he's like, you ever burn money, Marin? I'm like, no. He just pulls out money and he's burning money. I realize in retrospect, this is my initiation. This is my brain fuck. You know, like this is how, you know what I mean? Like this is how yeah. I'm like, I want to be around this guy. Yeah. He knows how to party. That's right. So what happens though, like I don't remember if it was the first or the second time, but it doesn't matter because I don't know him. And he's like really arguably probably the biggest star in comedy at this point. Like he's doing big shows. Like he hit his first HBO show hadn't happened, but Rodney had happened, and I guess back to school probably happened, but he hadn't done the HBO special because I was at that party. Oh wow. For the first HBO special at Carl's apartment. I went that's a funny story. But okay, so so we're doing coke, and it's like three in the morning. We're out of coke, and Sam's like drinking, and he's like like rocking, you know. <laughs> he was all like, Ugh. it was a fucking disaster. He's like, we're at, we gotta get coke, and I'm like, all right, I don't. It's the middle of the night, man. He's like, oh, let's go. You had a car. He like he knew he was too fucked up to drive. I was fucked up, but I'm driving down to Greg's. Remember Greg? <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh The hairdresser. That's amazing. Eventually, oh. eventually, Sam turned on him. He's like, he's cutting this Coke with Bisquick. <laughs> it's weird because Greg was one of the Coke dealers around here, but he was like the main guy for a while. He was a hairdresser. He used to work at a salon down on uh, Melrose, but I didn't know him. And we go over to somebody's house. He lived on Crescent Heights. Sam buzzes this buzzer. It's like three in the morning. He's like, hey, it's me. Let me up. You got Coke? You know, whatever. So we go up, we knock on the door, and this guy comes, he's in a bathrobe, he cracks the door. It's like, what? He's like, got any Coke? It's like, just be cool, my roommate's sleeping, you know. <laughs> so we go in, I'm like, hey, man, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on we, the ride. Yeah. If we walk in, we're in his bedroom, and, you know, he's looking for some bindles, right? And Sam is like, yeah, anything to drink? And, like, all he had for some reason was miniatures, right? So <laughs> so he gives Sam, like, a miniature Smirnoff from an airplane. And Sam's just fucking, you know, half passed out on the floor sitting there drinking a miniature. <laughs> he looked like a giant. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, and I'm just standing there, and he gives me the Coke. And then Sam just fucking goes. He passes out. 
And I'm standing there with this dude I don't know who's in his bathrobe. He gave me the Coke. And Sam's passed <laughs> Is out. Is this guy gay? Bedroom. Nope. No, straight hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh it happens. And and I'm like uh I'm like, all right, so uh I'm gonna I'm gonna split. And he looks at me, he's like, You're not leaving him here. I don't want him to pull a Belushi on me. Get him out of here. Like that was the care that this guy that's a good friend, <laughs> oh right? My God. I, don't, I don't want him to die. Yeah, he's dying with you. Oh, I forgot the best part is like like uh, when we're driving over there, Sam keeps going in and out of consciousness. And at one point he Jesus. wakes up and he looks at me. He's like, hey, you, you, you could kill me. I don't know you. And I'm like, all right, where are we going? <laughs> yeah. you know, so, You're in so, charge here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. You, you could kill me. But then I get Sam up and out and I drive him back to Crest Hill and he's too fucked up to party. And I just I just lay him out on the floor, and you know he sleeps on the floor. You I do some lines. Around him. There was no one else left. It was just oh, it's just you. Two. Yeah, yeah. And uh, wow. but he used to do that all the time. He liked to sleep on the floor. Like he he would sleep on the floor at Crestal a lot, and like to the point where I remember having a girl come over. I went to lunch with her, and I brought her back to the house to show her the cool house. <laughs> and it's just Sam's like on the floor, like we could just <laughs> belly down, laying on the floor. I'm like that's uh, Sam Keniston, big star. <laughs> <laughs> just step over him. I was very Love much it. the angel of the comedy store back in those days. And <laughs> my eyes were wide open and not from all the cocaine. And, <laughs> but um, they were asking, like, because uh, uh, Joey Gaynor was on uh, the podcast, and I mean on the stage, and he right. was saying, like, comedy was way better back then than the comics they have now. And uh, and I get why he says that, but it's uh, it's not true. But this is my point I'm getting at. When you watch uh, Bill Hicks now as a young man, and you're not putting it in the historical oh. context that it was, because they asked me, what do you miss about comedy now? And what I miss about comedy now is there's no danger to it. And you have to understand when guys like Bill Hicks or Sam Kennison and even Carlin were doing those jokes, jokes there was a danger to it because it hadn't been said like yeah, yeah. everything's yeah. already been said They've already so it feels passe way. and you're like nah. yeah but I, but I the fact is that it, it was t- the the added titillation of ooh and boundaries being broken that weren't being said in that time period hmm. is what added into uh, uh the laughter as well and and added into uh, that whole thing, and, and that's and that's uh, that's all I wanted to make the point about. No, but that's yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting point you make because a lot of people say like, "Oh, would Dice or Kennison make it today?" Because we're so PC, but they made it PC. They I, broke I, down the barriers. I still so think they- comedy, and, and again, I, I I never watch comedy specials now, so I don't know what's on those, but. I just yeah, watch like live comedy. Ones. Yeah. And yeah. I would say that it is dangerous. It's like the last like there's still now. people being politically incorrect. It's like one of the only places where you can do it without everyone in the world. But who do you think is, is out of everyone you've seen live uh, the most dangerous comic? Were you when Rick you Ingram. watch them? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> when you watch like I remember when I I came to the comedy store in eighty uh, four eighty five right, and I was very very young. And how I got into comedy is I was a stripper when I was eighteen Yay. years old. Now we're and up. I met yes. a comedian, <laughs> and then uh, uh, we dated and. He dared me to do comedy, and then I did comedy, and that's how <clears throat> that all happened. So did you I had stay friends already... with that person. No, fuck that guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that piece that of shit. shit. <laughs> he never became a regular at the comedy store. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, yeah. so amazing. Yeah, Dude, and not dead. Fuck so him. fuck him. No, the, fuck the him quick, hard. I really respect the quick rage out there. Just went from being like kind storytelling, <laughs> sweet boys, to literally stabbing a heart. I love that. 
passion. All right. Uh, but anyway, so I had already seen a lot, but I think the first time, the first time I came to a comic store, I couldn't even get in because I wasn't 21. So I, and then I did stripping by the airport and I started doing open mics and all sorts of things. But the first time I saw Kinison, I might have been 19 or 20 years old. And watching him gave me fear for my soul. Right. I'm talking about <laughs> that kind of fucking danger in comedy. Who is that now? Where, you're, yeah, where your right. soul is in fear because you're like, fuck, I can't believe he just fucking said that. Aside and I'm Holtzman. going to hell for listening to it. And I'd already been a stripper for like three years. So right. I've seen a lot of shit. Well. You know what I mean? That's when I, <laughs> she's like, this that's, is what's yeah, taking yeah, you yeah. to hell. Got yeah. it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I think it would be hard for me to say because I feel like I don't like I have. There's no filter in my brain, so like uh-huh. nothing makes me feel uncomfortable. Right. Maybe that's true too. But Holtzman, I watch Holtzman. Like, oh fuck, they're coming for us. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. yeah there you go. Us. There you yeah. go. I, mean, I get yeah, that. Yeah, Holtzman's just just that. the other night. I was hiding under a table watching him because I was like, they're gonna go up there. I'm not helping. Just him. Just ranting about. <laughs> How terrible women in the workplace is is very interesting decision (laughs) in 2017. And how if he starts his own business, there's going to be separate buildings. You bitches go in the old one (laughs) over there. You know, it's just, it's frightening. And you're watching women look at him like, what the fuck is this guy? You know, but it's obviously a joke. It's obviously so over the top. And even like if you watch Kennison or Dice, you hear the dumbest shit. You're like, obviously that's a joke. Like what the hell? Are you are you really listening? Yeah. Like when people get offended, they hear yeah. One word but to make that joke it. work, there has to be that seed of truth, and that's yes. what yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I I'm gonna call you out on <laughs> okay. that one, okay, okay sister. You <laughs> You're right. You're right. You there know is that seed of truth. The seed of truth is what hurts people's feelings. Yeah. I miss this place. I miss him. I miss I miss you guys, man. Yeah, man. It's great seeing you. I don't you. have friends anywhere except here. In what do you mean? I mean, I have friends, but like, no, been my, in- not comedy, comedy. Friends. All my comedy friends are fucking here. Well, it's because you started here. So like everything And it's also grew. because I stopped when I left here pretty much. I mean, I didn't stop, but, you know, for all intents and purposes, I mean, I went back to school, man. I, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. I so- got married. My, my, my marriage was just like <clears throat> a sordid affair that drag on and on. It was it was crushed me down to a cube. It, it nearly ruined me, honestly. Oh, I Jesus. Just had to uh, kind of reinvent myself. So I quit yeah. comedy. I went back to school and I just got my associates of science for uh, I'm going to do major in bio, uh, organic chemistry. Oh, either I want to do biochemistry or I want to do uh, become a chemical engineer, eventually get a Ph.D. in chemistry and maybe make things or either medicine or drugs or who knows. That's know. so rad. That's uh, yeah. crazy. And now I'm doing comedy again. So I came back out to Los Angeles to see my friends and to be able to perform, and that's why I'm here. That's and, amazing. And it's like a dream come true. Like this place is – people don't realize how amazing it is. At least to me, it is. It, it, it feels so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's no place that's in my heart like the comedy store. It's, no matter how dark it is. It's right? No nice. matter yeah. how I, – I literally lived in this fucking building <laughs> for six months. I had my bicycle in the fucking green room. Yeah. And Dean comes in and he goes, you're out of here, pal. You don't respect the <laughs> building. And I was like, Dean. Bro, you, what are you talking Dean about? He's never bro? gotten that excited. I mean, I was, dude, he this got is that how excited. Dean yells. Yell. Bro, no. your bicycle's in the green room, bro. <laughs> okay. uh, no, no, no. He was forceful with me, dude. He was really. Pissed. I was living in here. I was bringing girls in here, waiting. I would hide up in the attic where they had the sound thing. They locked. There's no alarm here. Yeah. There's no alarm here. Now there is. But now there, there wasn't. Well, I'm not gonna, there wasn't before. There wasn't. Right. Okay, yeah. everybody. There's an alarm here now. <laughs> there's nobody sleeping no, no, here no, now because we used to do it all the time, dude. I'd have so, slumber parties like yeah. fucking, uh, you know. And just have sex and like get high and fucking like, 
you know, and and then Dean just got sick of me every night, man. Like, He's I like, mean, dude, I'm sick of I'm watching like bathing the in the green room. I come out in a bathrobe in the morning, like talking to the fucking help while they're putting dishes. Like, oh, good morning, guys. Like, you know, it looked bro. bad. It was a bad, it was a bad look. Juan Carlos is doing better than you, bro. Yeah, dude. Jeez, it was like, and it was bad. I mean, I was like, you know, when I was out here, it was an easy man. But the comedy store was like a refuge. Like I was yeah. fucking living in my fucking car. Yeah. Like, do you get that? Like, I remember your up, van parked up the hill. Ryan and O'Neill, Ryan O'Neill and fucking Jeff Dennis. Yeah. Pulling out. I'm sleeping in my car. I'm not from a world <laughs> like that. I grew up in a house. I'm sleeping in my car for some dumbass fucking. I'm gonna be famous. Dream right. Right. And they come pulling up, and they like. Roll down the window, laugh, point, honk, jerk offs, fucking out, dicks, out just straight up dicks. I mean, that was real. Like that was like bully, like like kicking me when I'm down. Yeah. Hey, look, there, there's a target. <laughs> Come on, man. The, the, but I love them. They're, yeah. They're, I was gonna say that those guys though, they would have kicked you if you were up. Yeah. yeah oh, they totally. like to kick. They're they're like, like, oh, they like to you, kick. You have people. a mansion. What a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Can I not win? You Wait. cannot win with those guys. No, and that's that why we beauty. love them. Yeah, because <laughs> they are a mess. But truly, the best comedy club, and, if, and just like the best, the best place. I mean, if you're going to be like, I think entertainment in general and comedy is just like a, such a like a, um, it's like a dark industry. I mean, there's like just yeah. a lot. Oh, of, I mean, absolutely. never mind like the whole Harvey Weinstein like raping yeah, yeah. people, jacking off in front of people thing. Like, we all do that. Yeah, that's just. The, I mean, I have masturbated in front of so many girls. Yeah, like so many. I mean, the I'm power dynamic was, was different. I mean, yeah. it was a very different power <laughs> dynamic. It was more like they were doing me a favor. You know, like it was more like, "Will you please let oh, me do?" Oh, all right, it? all right, Hurry go ahead, Mac. Mac. Ejaculate already. You know, get on with the the coming if you wouldn't mind. Well, it was nice to do that. But, but it was yeah, nice. like, but, but there was like there was a lot of like there was like, yeah I just had like a moment like oh. thinking about the last time I did it I was like, like she was cool moment. she was cool about it like she did it I was like you masturbated by me I masturbated by you we've masturbated and now like Tinder's over nobody has now Tinder disease. is over wait what year did you start doing stand up because you've been doing it a while correct uh, about two thousand okay that's not yeah, bad so. and what year did you get past here. Uh, I was the first person Adam passed, so I, whenever. Oh, he, Adam. Okay, why did yeah. I think you were a Tommy guy? Well, I tried. Well, uh, you're next, okay? Is well, that what happened? Well, that's what he told me on the podcast I had him on. You, you know? Oh, that's right. You had Tommy on. He's the only one who actually got Tommy to sit down. An exclusive. And, wasn't it a two-parter even? do that? Well, I heard Mar- he asked Marin to do it, and I, I don't know what Marin said. Probably. Who are you again? Yeah. So I was like, well, if he wants to talk, I'll get him on. And, uh, you know, I had him on for about two and a half hours. And I thought, ah, dude, I got to get going. But you can come back if you want, thinking he never would come back. Right. He calls me two days later. Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, nothing. Can I come over? I'm like, I-, I guess. And he came over with that waitress, Laura. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't say a word. Of course not. She's uh-huh. not allowed. She's not allowed to speak. Well, they were booking uh, the Van Cleuse Lounge. Yeah. Oh my god! She and she was fired because she creeped out Polly, which is one of my Here. favorite. Yeah, yes, one That's... of my favorite things ever. Just the thought of Polly being like that girl freaks me out. How like, is that possible? Was she English? Yeah, something. Okay, but I she was it. like, you know, she used to date like a homeless open micer for years. That's how I knew her. Oh wow! Like in the early two thousands, I met her at the Liquid Zoo. How does a homeless open micer get a girl? He was a pretty funny dude. Uh, he was just, you know, a little wacky. Okay. Might have suffered what some. guy was it? Prefer sleeping outside? I'll mm-hmm. never forget. His name was Fred Fortune. 
That's a sweet name for a homeless <laughs> that guy. That's so evil. <laughs> Fred Fortune. But he was a drunk, but he was cool. Like, he and was he like, was a fortune. He was like if Boone was cool. I whoa, 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 like whoa. An, Wait, I wonder if he's like an heiress. Like he, a... He, he struck He's me as, part of the Fortune Femster. Who knows? Oh. I don't know. Some kind of. It was kind of like Sunset Jesus, where you're like, this guy's got to have a story. Like he's got to have some money or something, and you know, something, I something's off. But you know, Sunset Jesus was not some wacky. Yeah. Fucking, right. He had a condo on Laurel. Well, yeah. did wasn't that his family? Then he ran it, Kevin. Right. That's who you're talking about. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. But I think Fred Fortune. It was a similar. Like, okay, he's kind of homeless, but he's got to have some money. Like he never smelled. Oh. He was showering somewhere. He had a beard. He was doing like what a certain comic used to do back in the main room. Okay. You. I know we've already well, said talking it. about Yorsey. Showers. We've already done it. Do, do we mention names? I mean. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, we okay. have a disclaimer. Yeah. We got in trouble. So you can say whatever you want. I have a tendency to say extremely truthful and mean things about people. <laughs> and so the comedy store lawyer made us put a, a disclaimer. David Pierce? Yep. That's oh, him. I wanted to kill him in Montreal. Oh, thank God. Who doesn't? I Wait, mean, was that for the roast battle? For roast battle, and you know, because you you were you're a big part of roast battle. You were, you were, I was. You are no longer. I mean, I left. Uh, you know, I had to uh, take a break. Okay. Was it a forced break? What happened? Uh, no, you're allowed to say names. No, I mean, or uh, whatever. I just <laughs> felt like everything was being made hard for me and me only. Like I never got like an easy match. They would always give me like. Jimmy Carr. And you mean that match you won and they gave it to Jimmy Carr anyway? Is no, that I beat him. No, they... Uh, Didn't they give it to Jimmy or they well, gave The first it to- season, a lot of people thought uh, Tom Ballard uh, possibly oh, okay. could have beaten Jimmy. Uh, so then Tom Ballard was my first matchup. Okay. So like, I get this guy, then I get Jimmy Carr, and then Tiana, and then K. Trevor Wilson, while other people are getting, I don't know... Hinchcliffe. <laughs> Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> but I mean, I, like, I don't know. Like, Mike Lawrence got to battle his best friend, Dan St. Germain, who's a great guy. True. Mike Lawrence is pretty good, too. Oh, he's though. the champ. Yeah. But, like, Dan St. Germain's not really a roaster. No. Great comic. Yeah. Terrific. Well, why didn't I get him? Like, right. I see what you're saying. You know, so. It was so just, you wanted an easier route, but, but maybe they thought well, you were stronger. It's not that I wanted an easier route. I just wanted a uh, level playing field. You didn't want to have to go up against the best every round. Yeah, you know. Every single round. Right. It's like, wasn't but, fun. Montreal wasn't fun for me because it was like, I was told if you lose, you're going home tomorrow at eight in the morning. So it was like. Right. And it's live TV, you know, the, the finale and like you have to battle Tiana and then K. Trevor Wilson. And it was like You a, and Tiana went into extra innings, if you will. Is that how you say it? Not really. I don't think... Uh, wasn't there one more joke or something? She be, I mean, I thought it could have possibly gone into overtime, but uh, Sarah Silverman, I don't think, was a fan of mine. Oh, shit. And I knew okay. that uh, Judd Apatow was going to just vote with Sarah Silverman. So, uh, But Sarah beat me, you know. Well, no, Sarah's good. Oh, I watched. Great. I watched Sarah destroy Tiffany Haddish, which yeah. I don't know if you remember that I was night. there, yeah. That was so funny. I, cause uh, we went to I mean, support. I would, I would pay to watch anyone destroy Tiffany Haddish. I love wow. Tiffany Haddish. It was pretty brutal. I loved, and I love Sarah, right, and I love Sarah Tiana. But yeah. we all went because I was like, these are two strong female comics that are up there yeah. taking over the battle, right? So I remember it was Leslie Jones. We're all hanging out. We Ugh, weren't we weren't judging. Dude. We were <laughs> we weren't guy. judging. We were just there to support the girls, right? right? Leslie is a great guy. So oh. uh, <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she got mad at me once. Oh my god, yeah. She's like, yo, but man, she loves you. 
also, did you run a room in the 90s? Or you don't remember? But I, I just know it was the late 90s. No, I did, met. but it's confusing yeah. because it was alt and we really didn't. I'm not saying we didn't belong here because really the comedy oh, store. Oh, we are. Was very, <laughs> but it was very different at that time. It wasn't, it was before. Yeah. Um, no one was really going in it the was belly our, room. It there was weren't really any years. shows yeah. in there. No we one was it, going to any room. We called it our dead years. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. especially the belly room. And so they yeah. were kind of sure. like giving it away. We did an alternative room at the, you know, that coffee, sh- it's not a coffee shop. It was like a club. It used to be the, uh, it's across the street on Sunset. I don't remember any of the names of it. But we, we were, we ran, uh, a friend of mine, we did that oh, at, okay. a few, at a few places. But yeah, at the time... I would have never gotten into comedy had I gone straight into comedy thinking I was going to be funny. And I never um, I never idolized comedians. I never identified with stand-up comedians. I was uh, did acting when I was a kid. I did acting in high school, and then I went to art school for painting. But I honestly, because I didn't want to be around actors, but it was really the only thing that I liked. So I was like very bottled up inside, and I... In art school, I started doing performance art, and I loved that when weirdo. I would go to open mics, and people would go for poetry readings and take the stage alone. And I was just fascinated by you know, there was one place where it was a transvestite from the street, you know. And I'm in my early twenties. I'm in San Francisco. I'd never seen anything like that before. I was just like, tell me more. Like I could, <laughs> I could watch you read from your dot. You know, she's reading her poetry. Yes, I want to hear and everything. So all these open micers, I was just like. Uh, eating it up I just liked the solo performer even in my performance art where other people were, would, would have like a body sock covering their eyes and their ears and they would go down flights of stairs and that would be their piece mine was always I'm Whoa. performing and you're gonna sit and watch me I never conceptualized like I'm taping my genitals although I did do that for comedic purposes in naturally <laughs> but you know what I mean my I do performance it art was very um, I would have disjointed sentences I wouldn't know what was coming out of my mouth and I was like, it was almost like I was boiling over inside. And so when I saw these performers and then the comedy clubs were closing in San Francisco, so a lot of comedians would come to these rooms, these yeah. poetry rooms. And it would be like Patton Oswalt and Blaine Patch and Greg Barrett, um, Jeremy Kramer, who doesn't perform anymore. But um, at that time, I was like, oh, the com- yeah. the, because they would do stuff that they wouldn't do at the clubs, but they were so onto themselves and their voice, and it was so clear that I was like, I like that. So it was just a way for them to work out, you mean? Like yes. they, they they weren't necessarily doing performance art. But no, 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 no. They were doing. Um, it was just an open mic, mic in terms of you could do whatever you wanted. You could do whatever you wanted. Oh, Free okay. form. So then I started hanging out with more those people types of people. And I like that you said those people. Those people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Was I putting myself in the third person or who was narrating no, that story there? That would be my negative. life. <laughs> yeah. It was just singling out that they were clearly not as good as you, which. By the way, my favorite people. Um, no, I, I was just like, yeah, this is I, this is this what is I what like. you want to do. And t- to be clear, I when I was in art school, those were not my people. So you're joking when you think I'm like think I'm better than them because I, I, I honestly joking. was like you're okay, joking. Yeah. Clearly, nothing about me spells out. I you know it's great when we have to explain the joke. <laughs> so that always works out. I'm excited Look, about it. Know you, I don't know him well. Yeah. I'm sorry. Don't trust men. <laughs> Smart. Um, this is a Very close smart. I tried to compliment him to You've, get him to open up to me. So he has better hair him. than us. Better Come hair on. than both of us. Better <laughs> boobs. God damn it. Better vagina. Listen, I've got a dad bod now. <laughs> 
Rick Ingram likes you, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There you That's go. a valuable point. That's a fucking line you want to. Uh, it's a. It's you don't want to cross. Very small company. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is somehow I got in. I was like, fuck yeah. Like even Dean, our old manager, he had fifteen. We called it the, the Dean, Dean fifteen. 15. <laughs> fifteen people. Yeah. Rick, it's not even that big. That's yeah. that's a mob. Fucking good. Comparison. I think I'm not quite sure. I've been dying to ask him what are the criterias actually to to be on my yeah. list of people I don't want to see executed. Right. Oh, Wait a minute. Uh, I mean, you you have to be funny. Okay. You have to actually try at doing this. Yeah. And uh, above all else, you have to be someone that I would want to have a conversation with. Right. Off stage. So that eliminates most people. Let's break it down. First one is uh, be funny. Yeah. Okay. The next one is uh, work hard. So most people are out. Like, yeah. The shake and fake. That, yeah. That You're gets lo- rid of a lot of them. Oh, the, sh- the shake and fake. That's a great yeah. way to put it. And yeah. it's an absolute. You're a lot like me now. because sometimes I I just can't fake it after a while, and I'm like, well, th- these people are time bandits. And yeah. they're just gonna take up my time when uh, I'm trying to get ready to do a set or something. And they and they don't even like you anyway. They're just there because just, the next person's not there yeah. to talk to. And my thing is, this is my favorite thing that's been happening in the past. I'd say like two years. Yeah. People are like, "Hey, you've been doing a lot of shows." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you just kind of have to get out there, ask people, whatever." I, I want to follow you around. See how you do it. I go, oh, okay, I'll introduce you to some bookers. You know, hey, I'm going out, let's just say Tuesday night. Wow, I can't Tuesday night. Well, I'm going to go. I have like three shows on Friday. Oh, Friday's a tough night. Can you get me a prime spot exactly when I want to go? Oh, man. I've been telling people, I, I I tell everybody that. Like, they go, hey, you got somewhere pretty quick. How do you do it? And then when I show them, like, you know, last Wednesday yeah. was my eight-year anniversary, so I put up oh, how, many, uh, how many spots I did. In all eight years? Yeah. So How do you know? Well, I, I write down every spot I do. That is so, a strange thing. Well, I did it at the beginning because I thought, well, maybe I'll just mark the spots just to know what I was doing, you know? So you did it in your phone, so it's an accurate... Right. Oh, okay. And then, uh, so... He's, he's not notching on the, <laughs> the prison wall how many days he's been locked I up. I write it on a Catholic calendar that my mom gives me every single year. That's, <laughs> That's old school. So here, here it I is. I don't know where they are, but I write it down. <laughs> here it is right here. And it reminds me of what holiday it is. So I, I'll wow. show somebody that. Okay, there it is right there. I mean, yeah. considerably more spots than days in a year. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh it has to be. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. First first year, the only year under 300. And yep. it, was just, it was under 300 by two. Yeah, and that was the first year not knowing anything. That's like, <laughs> right. that's like open micers who are like, I've been doing comedy for a year. And you're like, you've done eight spots yeah. this year. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, yeah. but, you know, it's tough. You're like, My point it's not is, really tough. when I show someone that, they go, oh, they think I'm going to give them some like, okay, here's what you do. Listen, man. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing. Fuck, you all, just, fuck all the hard work. <laughs> just meet these three people. Yeah, and, and you're, you're in. in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, then they uh, they throw all these excuses at me. One will be like, well, you know, like I got no manager or agent. I never had one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I fucking get tired and stuff. I'm, I'm 51. Right. Whoa. You're 28, dude. Yeah. You're 28. I didn't even sleep when I was 28. Yeah. Oh, never. Yeah. You know nope. what I mean? So they hit with all these excuses. I go, you don't want it. You don't want it. Well, the uh, 28, they really don't want it. They really expect 
Like, I have yeah. friends that call from Philly and they're like, hey, can you get me a spot at the comedy store? I go, man, it's not real easy yeah. to get in at the store. But there are some bringer shows. Let me introduce you to the people. You send them a clip, something. Yep. Give them something. Right. Let them know who you are. You know, I can vouch for you to an extent, but they have to make money too. That's yeah. that's what they're doing as a job. Yeah. So you can't just step on their toes. And then there's one guy I did it for, and um, I've worked with him in Philly a few times. He's decent, not you know, a showstopper. Right. But it was you know he does his job. He does his job, and um. He comes, he pulls up, he's like, yeah, I get to park in the lot, I'm part of the comedy store what now. I'm like, dude, are you idiot. high? Wow. Get him out. Do get him out of town. Do you know what that takes? Wow. I don't want him west of Palm Springs. Right? Bad attitude. I'm yeah. like, the balls on this guy, I'm going to beat the shit out of him when I see him. What? You know, it's funny too, is it's pretty interesting because I do give everybody a few minutes all the time because, uh, you know... People gave me a few minutes on the on the patio. I'd be like, "Hey, man, oh, sure. I, I'm a little confused here, or whatever." Somebody, you know, so I do give them time, and you know, I think out of the eight years, there's probably two people left that I started with. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, you'll notice yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, fucking crazy, you know? And they're just like, "Hey, you're still doing it?" Huh? I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's why I started." <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Your class. <laughs> it, it wasn't around, for fun. Right? I've been doing a lot more writing, um, great. which is, uh, you know, that's what I really moved out here for uh, is to be a writer. Um, and stand up was like the the gym for writing. You know, you get to use all oh, your tools. Yeah. You, know, you get to work on your writing, your improv, your, your uh, acting and all that stuff in stand up. And it's one person. I'm not doing improv, you know, because. Fuck no, you're it, a good human being. Yeah. <laughs> and and so I, I was wanted to be a writer and I didn't I did stand up and I, I've been doing it now for. 11 years which is insane and now i'm reflecting on those 11 years and i go if i had dedicated that 11 years to something else could i be more rich or more famous or something Bro, and something I've been else on this for 16 years <laughs> look at you 17 you 17 poked 17 the beast years. who poked the beast i could have been That's what i wanted i could have gone to medical school become a doctor <laughs> gone actually have about six years of being a doctor under my belt what is right what is that we what is that that thing in our head that makes us come back to it it's an addiction it really totally is totally addiction yeah. i'll be 11 years in february and wow. i'm like I Jones if I don't go on. Yeah. Like I, I took three days off and I was literally getting the shakes. Someone, someone we interviewed was like, sometimes it's just best to take off a couple months. And I wanted to be like, I don't Bitch, agree what with the that. Fuck what are you, talking, are you about? talking about? Yeah. No. No, Can't no, do no. that shit. Not to mention, I gave up everything in my life for this everything i literally can't earn a dime doing anything else <laughs> <laughs> at least you figured out like well, how to work in the industry even if you wanted to get back into the job force what are you going to put on your resume yeah i, I mean I've yes been, i'm terrified of that I've don't do that in, i'll wet my bed again oh my i've worked in two shipping departments i was a runner um but literally filling out labels for Ugh packages is the extent of my qualifications beyond <laughs> waiting tables at least you can do that and i mean i can't even do that that well i got fired from it <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were writing for the carmichael show which is co-creator right co-creator yeah, as yeah. well yeah damn, yeah did and, you guys start together you and yeah, we did. We, I, I, I think I, I came out you like a month or two. Slightly, yeah, yeah, like three months before him, before he moved out here. And um, like our little class of people, 
you know, Gerard and Jamar and Angelo. Angelo and, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. All those guys. We all started around the same. Matt and Tony. We all started around 2007, 2008 or something like that. Gerard so, is, uh, he's always interesting to me because of how much I despised him when he first showed up. Why? Based solely on the fact that he was always with that Jono guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, but Jono was like his stalker. Yeah. I mean, Jono he was. was, he was legitimately insane, but. Like the first time I met Gerard, he was sitting in the second row in an OR show with that guy, and like he was wearing his Harvard sweatshirt. Yeah, so I was making fun Sessed. of him being from Harvard. Yeah, yeah. and he he obviously wasn't from Harvard. Oh no, he came up to me afterwards. He's like, "Hey man, I'm sorry, I'm not really from Harvard. I just I oh, didn't like he went to Harvard. The- yeah, so I was like, no, oh. well, that's how I met him. He had that damn Harvard sweatshirt on, or yeah. some mm-hmm. Ivy League school because he had several of them." And I went up to him and I said, you didn't go to Harvard. Good yeah. for you. And he goes, nope. And then I was like, oh, he's <laughs> honest. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know? What, once I talked to him outside of him having this seven-foot psych- yeah. psychopath with him, I yeah. was like, oh, this guy's all right. And I go, what's the deal with that Jono guy? Why are you yeah. hanging out with him? He's like, well, we live at the same place. There you go. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was I'm Sarah Silverman's nephew. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I forgot he would say that. Was that real, you think? Yeah. Poor Sarah. I remember Sarah telling, because Barris asked her about it. She was like, yeah, I mean, technically it's right, but you can just ignore him. (laughs) That's a good family right there. Dude, he showed, that Jono guy showed up. And he'd always come up to, oh, man, you're my favorite comic. I'm like, thanks, man. And Corinne, who I was just starting to date at the time, was like, that big guy kind of creeps me out. Like, I feel like there's like a single white female thing going on. Oh. And like, I'd be talking with Corinne, and we'd been dating maybe like four months, and Jono would come over and, and stand in between us, like trying to get my attention. Like, well, if I just block out his girl, then he'll have to talk to me. And Corinne would just be looking at me like, what's this guy doing? Oh, my God. And so I go, yeah, I don't think it's single white female. It's just, you know, he's a fan and he's new to comedy or whatever. And then, like, maybe three, four weeks after that, he shows up with a big mustache. And he's like, mustache brothers. No. If Rick Ingram could have a mustache, I figured I should have one. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We're going to. We're either going to die. Gerard or... would never say that. Gerard, at no point <laughs> he ever. He had seven mustaches. He, he didn't say that. He never brother. called me mustache brothers, which hurt. It actually hurt. I was obsessed with Gerard when he first came. So funny. I remember all of that. you guys. Yeah. All of you guys, because I thought you brought such life. I mean, it's just weird. I was older when I started. So, like, Steve Renazizi used to say to me, it's so funny to see you hanging out with, like, Willie Hunter and Jamar Neighbors and Gerard Carmine, like he, and Lexi Shoemaker. You know, yeah. we'd be just running around together to yeah. any mic we can get to. But here, I was already here for 12 years as a waitress, and then this elderly woman is hanging out with these young, black, the handsome black guys. No, Eleanor was killing it, man. We were, we were, you know, Eleanor was on stage. We'd run in there and watch her every time. Oh, my God, know. that's frightening to you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you no, did. No, because in- I, like, looked up to you. When you guys came in and Tommy was like, well, we got to stick to the line. I'm like, no. I'm putting them up. Like, I they, they bring life to the open mic. Mm. I don't Just care if they didn't get on the fucking list. Get Mickey his stage. <laughs> Wait a minute, Tommy. <laughs> Every time Tripoli would see us everywhere, he'd yell out, "Young guns here to take my spot." <laughs> and uh, I'm like, "What are you talking about? We're, ne- we're never going to get to go up at the comedy store." And then a few years later, like, well, maybe you're right, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> So wait, okay, so we didn't really interview you about being here at the World Famous. Oh, that's what we do here, That's yeah. kind all of... All right, edit all that out. Josh, we're starting now. <laughs> uh, 
Josh, don't even fucking listen to him. Honest to God. Uh, but wait, no, this is my question. So how long did it take you to get passed? We'll do that. Ten years. <laughs> no, I got passed as a paid regular in ten, in ten years. But I got passed like four times years. before that. Hold on. Like I, It took me like... That doesn't make sense. Are you talking unpaid regular? Using- yeah. And I Not never got passed. Regular. I never got passed by uh, uh yeah. I, I, I it took me ten years to be a paid regular. Okay, and yeah. who passed you, Mitzi well, or Tom? Well, well Mitzi well, said you're writing. Yeah. It, did uh, she, Tommy? It, no, Tommy said Mitzi holding did. her under the water in the bath yesterday. <laughs> Tommy said Mitzi did. Up. Tommy said Mitzi did. A showcase for <laughs> on film. Uh, no, no. Uh, you know what I'm talking? Remember, she used to record them. And the- oh no, she was here. Okay, so she was and in I the showcased building. for her so many fucking times. <laughs> but that's what happened. And what did you and say? And I just remember you? I just got a spot, and then I was like, oh, did, I was like, I didn't remember what happened. And I was like, well, did, did Mitzi, did she, I think I showcased like like recently, and then I got a showcase. He was like, yeah, I talked to her, and she said, you're ready. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, I don't think he, I, I don't think he said anything to her. I think he just put me on the fucking list. Yeah, he just decided. But yeah. she, uh, she, you did showcase for her. Did she ever yeah. stop and say anything to you? She Plus, did. you were the she phone guy. She told me guy. this. Yeah, no, I was never the phone guy. I was the door guy in the cover booth. Oh, guy. But I mean, you but were in I, contact with. Yeah, her. Yeah, I fucking talked to her all the time. I went to her house every morning. Right. Yeah. So uh, I showcased for her once. Bobby Lee got me my first showcase. Oh fuck him! And him yeah, and everyone your buddy. else. This was back when you never talked to him. And <laughs> you know, made up. You know, they out. reconciled yeah. on this podcast, yeah. Jason. <laughs> oh, it's true. I remember hearing that. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Rick yeah. was so confused. He was. He should have been wearing it was a black very and white shirt. <laughs> I can't believe it took that long. Yeah, that's awful. It but. took Freddie and Mitzi to die. No, I'm kidding. Bobby was my first friend. We were tight at one point. We first to, of all, he never had a Bobby car. was everyone's first yeah. friend. Yeah. You're one of MC. 500 people who are like, Bobby Lee really helped me get right. in here. I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, he you're did. not alone. So go ahead. So then uh, he helped you get yeah, in. So I got, a, I got a showcase for her, and she passed me to work the door. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she told me I was funny. And then... Yeah. She told me that, and then I, I talked to her said the same thing to there. Jimmy and Joey. Exactly. So don't get your exactly. Fucking... I don't feel good about it. Look at the names on that wall. Yep. For every fucking... <laughs> for every for every one Bill Burr, there's fucking you were, Jimmy and Joey's or fucking... You were a regular spaghetti and meatballs in this guys, building. A lot of homeless guys sitting in a puddle of their own piss right now. You They're were, on that wall. Billy Braver calling mm-hmm. the I love night. Billy Braver, and yeah. I want him to be on this podcast. You have no idea how much I love little Billy Braver. He, he called up here him. with a bunch of attitude. He did? Yeah, talking... You know, about, my little Billy Braver. Yeah, and the person who answered was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know who you are." And they're like, "I was really big in the '70s." And the person answered the phone goes, "I was born in '91." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's "Shut down, Braver." That's I took him to a show when Eleanor was opening for Dice, and he sat down with my son because my son wants to play music. He goes, "Listen." You're going to be in a band. He goes, I already saw you know how to play drums. You're a good looking yeah. kid. He, he goes, really You're going to be amazing. He goes, But listen, don't let girls get in the way. Girls are bad. They're going to get, they're get they <laughs> don't bring them around. You guys need to write songs. You need to practice. They're just going to get in the way. They're going to break up the band. They're going to ruin everything. They're going to break gonna, up the band. He's like, They're going to ruin everything. So just stick <gasps> with your music. You practice, practice, and you guys, you're going to be great. And then you'll get the girls. But don't let them get in the way before you're big. He's like, As Okay. He's signing and he's, divorce papers. And he's sitting there. He's like, Okay. Oh, you see his head going, Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. It makes perfect sense. I've been meeting these girls in kindergarten. They're chicken heads. No doubt about it. (laughs) 
the chicken heads. They're really getting in the way of things. Like I've been getting my jokes done. Bro, I'm working on an God, alphabet right him. now. I don't need this shit. How's he doing school? Is he like a clown? Like a class clown? No, he's not. He's completely Con- just quiet calm. and calm. Okay, does his work. That's a good comic. Yeah, it doesn't need the attention. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. need the attention. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because if he was doing that, you, th- those guys are eh. always horrible. Yeah, they're yeah. never good comics. They're always the first to get knocked out. Yeah, like just uh, yeah, nobody needs like all oh you, you you flew by on inside jokes for eight years when you were a child. How weird that the rest of the world can't relate to your shit about fucking Toledo. <laughs> Well, because that's how the old guy, like, you know, when people say, oh, I got this guy at work. He's so funny. He should be yeah. a comedian. No, that guy's going to be horrible. He's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. not going to be good. Yeah. You're so funny. You should move to Los Angeles or New York and do stand-up. It would be hilarious. Everyone that, would love you. The one that always drives me crazy is people who are like, they should do a reality show about my job. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Asshole, yeah. No one wants to watch fucking the four dumbasses in a shipping department. I feel like you two would be great on rants together, like because you both have hatred hate everything. in your soul, <laughs> right? Well, that's why you said something yeah. about. Van- <laughs> well, I, yeah, I do if fights. I have to. Um, you know, I, I can I can ramp it up, but I let it go really quick. I don't hold. Okay, it. good. You don't hold. I don't hold no, that at all. he doesn't hold it either. But vanity plates piss you off. Yeah, when you said that the other day, I was uh, driving somewhere with my wife, and there's like nine of these fucking things in a row, and it just angers me. Yeah. It's just like someone is like, you know, they're like, I'm so fucking clever. I'm going to fucking put this license plate. I'm going to use the eight so I can write hate with just an H and an eight. So smart. So dumb. Yeah. Or the the license plate would be like doctor. I'm like, okay, thanks. I was wondering. You know, is there a doctor guy. on the freeway? Yeah, and I was is wondering that... who that guy in that Honda Accord is of seven cars, <laughs> what he did for a living. I don't give a fuck that you're a doctor. I agree. It really doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Or someone just tries to put like LOL, you know, like Ugh. a. You know, LOL, like, oh, yeah, you, c- you should just hit them. Right. Like, yeah. That's. I'm like, who's laughing at that? Like, what is someone going to do when they pull up behind you? Are they going to go, that, now that's a funny plot. That's a good, I like See, that. There's got to be assholes who are like that. Because it's like, oh, the fucking people, are, I keep hearing people going, dilly, dilly. And then, because they love What's the that? fucking What's... Bud Light commercial. That's it, oh. it, my biggest pet peeve right now. Anyone who says dilly, dilly, and then looks around for people like, right? The commercial? If you I don't, lo- I don't if you watch love, commercials. So if I you love a commercial... Time to die. That's but, how I but, Time's but, up. But yeah. Time's up. Time's Bring up. your little Oprah sticker. Yeah. Time's up. Bud Light is trying to push this thing where guys cheer, doing a beer, and they're dilly-dilly instead of like, you know, cheers to yeah. whatever. So they're going dilly-dilly, so now these fucking, there's you know. people doing there's it. people doing it. My, I, I just had this conversation with my friend on Sunday. He goes, he goes, I hate that. He goes, yeah, I was in a bar the other night with my friends, and they were doing it. And when we were doing shots, I go, what did you do? He goes, I didn't say it. I go, they said it? He goes, yeah. I go, I go, what did you say to them? He goes, I didn't say anything. I go, why didn't you say something? Why didn't you <laughs> call them out right yeah. there? And go, what the fuck are you doing? You're a grown man. Yep. You're fucking, it's a it's Bud Light commercial. Unacceptable behavior. It's unacceptable. Yep. He goes, he goes, I didn't think, I go, he goes, next, I go, next time, fucking go, wait a minute, do we're not part. doing a shot. Yeah. What, uh, you saw that in the commercial? Yeah. The, you're so what, inspired What's next? By... You're going to go, America runs on Duncan. What's <laughs> next? Yes. Yeah. It, These are the same assholes who are doing. America's still going to run if Dunkin' Donuts goes out of business. It's Guaranteed. still going to be up and running. Well, it doesn't run on Dunkin'? No, it doesn't. I don't. Nobody calls How, it, can nobody you calls prove it that? DD. Remember, they tried nope. to change it yeah, DD. Yeah. Nobody yeah, yeah, calls you're right. it. I'm going with DD. What's DD? Yep. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. That's when it's die, die, and you just keep hitting them until the DD sinks in. Yeah. yeah I, I, I saw don't... people doing it at the front bar the other night. 
So I'm a big on catfish. Hit him with the dilly dilly, oh. and then all the people in the group started laughing and did it too. And I was like, "Oh, this is fucking terrible." And then Toby started fucking. I'm gonna use hey, it on stage and see if I can get a laugh. Toby started ripping him immediately. Hey, he did get that shit away. Oh yeah, from the Toby's bar. great. He did really oh, yeah. said that. Yeah, just just a great angry bartender. Hey, you gotta get that shit away from the bar. <laughs> I want so, I want to meet him. He's been here <laughs> longer. He's been here a while now. Yeah. yeah so he, I could see him getting immediately angry. Come on, man, just back so that shit up. Yeah, just yelling at people. He's it, great. It's, yeah, I I don't know why, and like I, I I make a portion of my money from being in commercials. But if oh. I ever made a commercial where I said something stupid and everyone started quoting it, I would just have to stop commercial acting. It'd be so fucking obnoxious. I went to a, a meeting one time for one of the big agencies in New York for commercials. This woman, one of the agents saw me at a comedy club. She goes, come in. I think it'd be perfect. So I sit in the room with like all nine of them. They go, okay, we're going to send you out for voiceovers and this for commercials oh and stuff like that. Voice and I'm sitting like, okay, fine or whatever. And then I just go, hey, look, I just want to let you know. I go, if there's any like uh, like corny commercials where I'm like the goofy white guy, I go, just, I go, don't send them me out on those. And they go, Why? I go, yeah, I just don't, that's just not me. They go, what do you mean that's not you? I go, I'm not going to be the guy, like, don't send me out like the guy in the beer commercial, a white guy, like some girl walks by and he just stands there like he's never seen a girl before in his life. I go, I've seen a lot of girls and I would never do that. So yeah, I go, good just for send, you. I go, there's a million other guys you can send out for that that need the money that are like waiters. I already make a living doing a con as a comic. So just don't send me out on that. And they got so fucking mad. They're like, why are you here then? I'm like, I, she, she fucking brought me in. She I told don't know. me to come, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, oh my God, up. okay, whatever. And then my friend went in a week later, and he, she goes, oh, uh, he goes, yeah, Jim Florence, he's my friend. She goes, oh, oh, Angry Jim? Oh, yeah, that's what we know him. That's what we call him, Angry Jim. I go, no, because I didn't want to fucking be the goofy white guy wearing a fucking button down like I never saw a girl before. You know, every beer commercial, uh. the hot girl walks by and was like, yeah. I can get porn on my phone, but I'm 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 gonna make a face like that that I can yeah. that if some cute girl walks by. Like I've never seen one You've before. You've gotten a massage vortex. Why would you stare at some exactly, girl like right. you don't know, know what's the, happening? Asian massage follows three miles from my house. <laughs> please. Three miles. <laughs> mm, Two point eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Everyone used to hang out here. Like, it's so weird. Like, what year did you come here? To um, L.A., I guess. 99. 99. No, in 98, I came here. I, I don't know if I ever told you the story. Like, first night in L.A., I came up to the comedy show because I wanted to, like, hang out. Yeah. Bought a ticket, got in. I watched. It was, like, Johnny Sanchez, Freddie Soto, and then Holtzman. Yeah. And then I was sitting by myself. That does something to you, doesn't it? And Holtzman it? was like, look at this fucking loser sitting by himself. And I go, what? And I'm from Boston, like fresh out of Boston. Yeah. I'm like, I'll knock this fool out. And then there's another thing. I mean, you can see the me. crazy in his eyes. Oh, so dude, you're he like, was, let me think I want about to fight this. Him. And then there's another dude next to me sitting by himself. He goes, you two should sit together and then maybe fuck later. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to kill this guy. <laughs> and then I went back to my car fuming with a ticket on it. It was like, welcome <gasps> to L.A. Oh. It was the perfect evening. for. Uh, and you didn't even get blown by that other lonely guy. No, I did. I totally did. Come on. Was it, was it Tony Falcone? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you know, they say. I these obscure references. Well, yeah, great. What, what, what is this called? I know Tony who that Falcone. is. He's a gay open micer. Oh, the he is best a gay open mic. Which is? You know, they say one out of every four guys that 
gay, and then he'd point in the audience. One, two, three, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that hello. Is so accurate, Goodbye. it's disgusting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Earl, no one could see you lift your glasses. We're not videotaping. We're Are we videoing this, Josh? No, no we can't not. do that. No one wants to let us go live streaming. Yeah, shit. that's probably a good. <laughs> yeah, smart. I'll be. We've quiet. had some crazies in here, oh, uh, but Holtzman is a, a comedy store podcast favorite. People love it because he usually <laughs> oh, barks for no reason. Oh, oh yeah, a couple times. And then one of the podcasts that got lost was him and Don Barris, and they have oh, one of our no. my favorite fights on here. You lost it. It was a long story. I can't uh, explain. Maybe it, it was on this fucking four. It meg- could be on this. <laughs> <laughs> now they're both fucking know, doing it. Fucking, I, we used to do this during each other's sets in the back of the, and the audience just would turn back to, like, "What is going on here?" My favorite so Earl moment here on stage. It wasn't even his. It was Jimmy Schubert's. Do you remember this night? Wait, Jimmy I, was a little drunk. A little, I think. Okay, maybe stage? a lot. Let's just say I also think it was snowing in certain parts of the room. <laughs> Uh, okay, we don't uh, have to incriminate right. anybody. I'm not incriminating so, anyone. I'm just saying there was a little snow. booger sugar in the air. All I'm saying is Schubert was feeling good. Yeah, yeah real. So he's good. on stage and it's late, right? It's yeah. a Monday. It's like Fucking nobody. It, it wasn't that. Uh, maybe twelve people in the audience. Maybe less, right? <laughs> there were that many. You're right, because it was a lot of comics waiting to go on. Yeah. So, th- so that's including in the twelve, like us sitting in the back waiting, and Ronnie was with me my ex and we're uh schubert goes and he goes i want to go up i want to go up so they let him go up and he's on there and he's doing this fucking yogurt bit and he just won't stop like he's just committing like why are you doing bits there's nobody in here bro. <laughs> right, right. talk to the fucking audience yeah. right so he's doing his yogurt bit he's staying on it and out of nowhere fucking naked earl comes out of it <laughs> just walks up peeks out right no schubert, from behind him nothing he sees nothing he's still how much fucking yogurt do you fucking need he's doing his bit he's staying on the yogurt now everybody's going crazy people are coming in to see what's going on earl's dancing behind him with a dick tuck no in between his leg no nothing clue. no he's thinking he's killing he's like damn this fucking yogurt bit's getting better and better yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that but can i tell you the funniest part was <laughs> the next time we were on a show together he does the yogurt bit and it bombs <laughs> and he says to me dude i did this the other night at the store and it killed <laughs> and i'm like yeah i don't know man just different energy <laughs> of course i think we we're in one of dante's rooms hello dante here <laughs> <laughs> this is why nobody likes the comedy store podcast because we shit on everybody. But we name names. I mean, what's we do name names because well, we have a disclaimer, yeah. so we can. But that's the thing is like that kind of shit goes as, on here. As soon as the Cosby thing hit news that he got convicted, yeah, first person who texted me, Jimmy Schubert. He's the best. Uh, it costs him fourteen thousand dollars a day for legal services. Who's getting raped now? <laughs> I'm like, here we go. So here we go. He, he rattled off like ten of them. Are you guys gonna do a season three? You got picked up. Yeah, yeah we're uh, we're coming back this summer. Yeah. yeah so this, uh, I guess I can't really say this. We're gonna oh, do it in LA. It'll be here in LA. Okay. So yeah, we'll shoot it in LA. And Rick yeah. and I should battle one another. Would you guys? That That'd be, be dope. Amazing. They they do ask about Rick a lot. I'm kidding. You should I'm, though, Rick. I'm a white guy. Is that do they allow that at Comedy Central anymore? As long yeah. As you braid your hair. It's your hair. Yeah, yeah. You just have to braid I think it. You're good. A couple cornrows. That's You'll beautiful. Be yeah. But um, because yeah, because they don't really bring a lot of white guys, I think you actually have a shot because we don't. You know, you're actually a minority kind of. I see. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> My time has finally come. 
Who won? Frank won the last one. Frank that's Castillo, what we were yeah. About Current Frank door Castillo. guy. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's like, Did you Frank. You're talking about Frank. Yeah. Oh, I see. He's so, not a pay regular, though, right? No, okay, no, no. Not yet. He's out. No. He's out then. He's. <laughs> do you get just bombarded with people to be on the show? Because it, it's no, such a fun show. But it's a also, cool show, but I mean, you're. I mean, you're getting ripped apart. So absolutely, like, like that night with Tiffany Haddish. I remember me and Leslie yeah. walking out, and I said, "Leslie, we should do this because we're kind of the same, like yeah, energy, talk shit." But not, she's too sensitive. Not really right. And she looked at me. She goes, "Nah, man, that shit hurts." She no oh, for real yeah she doesn't like it man she's yeah. like no I can't she I'm definitely can't dish it but she yeah she doesn't like to take it she she doesn't yeah, yeah. actually I, to see, a sense yeah she, yeah, she doesn't like even like the it. show anymore because <laughs> she would she would come and then she would know, yeah and Earl Skakel and her would get into it and yeah she just doesn't like oh, the and uh, she didn't the like aftermath. what's her name uh, Whitney. Whitney yeah. yeah. That's right. The racist uh, girlfriend. Yeah, I, I yeah. saw her corner Earl by the ice machine downstairs one day, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And Earl's <laughs> like, yeah, she, she was mad about something. That's, oh, that's yeah. Roast battle. Yeah. I thought she was literally going to fight him. I would have but I mean, they, they started they, filming and then just There's some very, very, very hard black jokes they were giving her. Like, oh, I, oh, you're a celebrity. I saw you on the cover of National Geographic. Yes, I mean, things like that's that. That's what Whitney said. Uh, that really classic. <laughs> it's an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> it's an oldie, it is an oldie but a goodie. But a goodie. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you're wow. right. I mean, they would go in hard, 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 hard on her. Hard. And it is like not. Didn't like I see you on the uh, Empire State Building, Leslie? <laughs> live from live from New York. Jesus. <laughs> it's. It, that's very mean. It's not even funny. It's just mean. But it is hard. People rip me to shreds. Like, People rip I mean, everybody to shreds. Yeah. Me to shreds. So I feel like I'm. Yeah, nothing's off limits. It. It's a lot of fun in there. Uh, but you are going to get ripped apart. Everybody gets ripped apart. I used to get so annoyed when I would judge by the crowd. Because the crowd, it's like full full on mob mentality. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. So, like, you mean they're someone, picking their favorites? Someone. Right? Like, like someone would say a joke that was great and everyone would go crazy. And you'd be like, all right, this shit's on. And then someone else would say a joke that was just fucking terrible. But the crowd was already so Still losing up. their mind, yeah. all just like, oh! Yeah, that's and a problem then, we have in that room sometimes. And then Jeff Ross would be like, that was one of the best jokes I've ever heard. I'd be like, what the oh. fuck is going on? And then I was like, am I allowed to... Yeah, you're like, yeah. talk yes. shit about the other oh, judges. 100%. Like, I don't think I am. Yeah. No, you're totally so right. They sit always there. get each other. Yeah. I oh, just sit yeah. They're angry, like, man, I don't think I can make fun of these people. No, you're supposed to. That's the whole idea of the show. Yeah. Like, people have, you have to call that shit out. I know Mike Lawrence does that all the time. He always yes. calls it out. He's like, these aren't that good jokes. Like, you guys have to calm down. Yeah. And like, then, what's wrong with you people? And then the wave is probably the most annoying thing that ever yeah. happened. You sound like the rest of America. Yeah. I love the wave. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm one of the biggest fans of them. That's one of my favorite things. It's so terrible. So but on the show, no, it seems like people who watch the TV show hate the way we get so yeah. much hate I mail. It's yeah. just so awful, and the shit they do is so unfunny. And I love those dudes. Yeah, you love, yeah, individually. Dudes. Yeah, you love. Sometimes them. it's really right on. It's Honestly, so good to me. I love Jamar, it. I can't. I'll it has him. legitimately never been anything other than awful, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh come on. They uh, they played nine eleven. They you know they they yes. did the tower thing. You know that was pretty just good. super classics. <laughs> just Jeremiah for the history Willie books. And they're like yeah. seriously three of my favorites. Yeah, yeah they reenacted the Malcolm X assassination. Legitimately, like all three of those guys, they should just not ever be allowed to speak to one another <laughs> after what they've done. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, Jamar tweeted, "I'm gonna go quit the wave." Yeah. And I just I was like, that is so silly. It's just funny. Yeah, it's what? like hey, who cares? Shout out, <laughs> my favorite. Shout out He's to the them. Jamar Neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> Shout um, out Jamar Neighbors. 
for quitting the wave. Thanks for quitting the wave. He didn't quit. <laughs> Rick's excited you quit the wave. Yeah, I, I, I just so I can't deal with it. But the last time I judged was a couple of years ago, and it was me and Ron White. And uh, oh, did he know you? No, it, okay. it was okay. it was the forty fifth time he had met me for the first time, <laughs> and he's sitting next to me, and the Speedweed or something gave us a bunch of like weed stuff. They're still in there. And thank uh, you, Speedweed. Yes, and I, and I go. Uh, I go, hey, Ron, do you want this stuff? I don't I don't smoke anymore. And he's like, yeah, I'll take that. So I give him the little pouch thing they gave me. And then he immediately takes out the candies from his bag and eats them. And then the candies from my bag and eats them. He ate all that? He ate all of it. I'm just like, Ron, damn, why? this guy's fucking down. <laughs> and so we're waiting. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of milligrams. I, I thought it was just tequila. I mean, but, okay. we're talking Dude, four. Crazy. four uh, it's like 60 milligrams he took. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're sitting there waiting, and it's about 20 minutes late at this point. And he just goes, all right, I'm out of here. I go, <laughs> they said they're going to start in five minutes. He goes, no, these motherfuckers are going to kick in any time. I'm gone. Yeah. And then he left, and then they had to spend an extra 10 minutes trying to find another judge because Ron just got up and left. Yeah. Always. If they would have started even 10 minutes late, he would have been stuck in there doing it. But he oh, he, would have, four, he ate oh, four and candies and was amazing. just like, all right, time's up. Yeah, yeah, he would have barfed. Like, something, yeah, cause that's crazy. To watch him trip. Do yeah. high? Do I get high? Yeah. Do I get high? Come I on, Al. Yeah. This is such Double a weird Rick. thing to be back here, man. This is a fucking, this is, so much has changed. This is crazy. The whole place has changed, it's right? It's professional now. I know. It's- it was a fucking nightmare back in the day. It was it was the maniacs running the asylum. I mean, all kinds of crazy. I don't know how the place fucking stayed uh, open for so long. We from always what talk I understand- about the dead years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, from what I understand, they actually fire people for misconduct now. Can you believe that? Can you believe that ridiculous policy? <laughs> All we had was misconduct. All we we had- were just saying that. That's like a badge of honor when you yeah. get fired from here. Plus, we never got fired, fired. It wasn't like permanent for- fire. Yeah. No, not for long. Because who was in charge? Exactly. You know? Well, yeah. Dean, Dean fires you, and then you just show up the next day. And you go, no, I'm not fired, dude. You had Richie wandering around, hacking up shit all day. McGriddles! McGriddles all day, baby! McGriddles, remember? Little Dickie V, Richie Taylor. It was so much fun. It's like I don't think I could work here now. It's it's no. too straight. It's too corporate. But oh, it's, it's totally. still better than anything else, though. You know, oh, to- absolutely. Because there's still yeah. places to hide. And know? I remember when uh, when <laughs> Shelly. Remember when they brought in Shelly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. big time. So she tried yeah, to yeah. she tried to corporate corporatize it, and it didn't work. But it was it was it was too far gone. Still, yeah. it was too crazy, and it was like we. When I got here in two thousand, I came to LA in two thousand. I started working here in two thousand one, and I got here because I made friends with Jason Lucas. That's yeah. why I came oh in here. Oh, my God. Yeah. How did you do that? Because we were both assholes sitting on the porch for, oh, for six open months, mic. open micing, you Got know, it. and we, we'd be out there, and we'd get, we'd get here, we'd, we'd sign up Saturday night. Remember that nightmare? You'd oh, get here Saturday Jesus. night. You'd have to sign up at about one o'clock in the morning. Then you would come back at like noon on Sunday. Then you would pull your number because you had to sign up on that on that piece of paper was and it, then they would rip that sheet out every once in a while. Oh, so was it would, the following week or it was, that no night? it was the following day. No, no, but you oh, got yeah, on that's that right. night. Yeah. No, we would have to come back. Yeah, it no, was wait the a following minute. week. It was the following week. When I started in two thousand and two doing the open mic, mm-hmm. it was show up at one Write your name on a yeah. list. Come mm-hmm. back at six. Yeah. Draw a number. And mm-hmm. what number you got, Shut if you got a number, it was the following yeah. week. Yeah, that's how it was. I, I I remember it being even earlier than that, though. Like, we had to get here at, like, noon and then pull a number. And we were pulling definitely for the following week. Yeah. But um, 
you would have a spot because you picked the week before and you would just hang out. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not going to drive all the, I was living in Torrance at that time. There's no way I was going to drive all the way back to Torrance. Yeah. I was Manhattan uh, you know, Beach. Exactly. So, you know? so you stayed here and you had to put up with Mashevitz coming out with the oh, bucket, yeah. cigarette hanging off that lip with that fucking <laughs> shitty Mashevitz attitude. Right? Like he was doing you a favor. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's like when I, when we got here between me, um, uh, Lucas, Simone and a bunch of other guys that started here. We, Wait, what we year all, was it again? This was 2000. 2000. 2000. Yeah. Okay. And we, we all thought, Mashevitz is the guy that has it the most together. Oh, Jesus. And then you realize later on, that's the craziest motherfucker of all of them. Yeah. All that's of like, them. He was so soft-spoken when I first met him. I'm just like, this guy's nice. And then yeah. I saw him go off one day, and I'm like, oh, oh dynamite in a bottle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I used, to, I used to work out with him, and it was just, it was, the he was beating the shit out of himself all the time. He would do Runyon Canyon, and he'd be yeah. smoking the entire time. Oh. I mean, he just didn't give a shit about it. But, but, was, was, but when he drank, I remember oh, I... Yeah, um, he would get wild. He would get crazy. That's, I, yeah, that's when I saw him flip out. I'm like, oh, <laughs> there was a get him drunk more. <laughs> when, yes. when, he got, when he got sober, I felt like a piece of me died, you know, because I had so okay. much fun. <laughs> I had sense. so much fun. I remember being in here one day, and he was... um. I had gone out with him and a couple of the waitresses, and I was flirting with one of the waitresses, not not seriously, just fucking around with her. But of course, but but Mashevitz said, "How comics she, get yeah, through the day?" Exactly. Mashevitz had a thing with with her. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. 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 So I'm not mentioning oh, so, any yeah, names, it's but okay. but Mashevitz had a thing with yeah. her. So the next couple of days, I'm here, and uh, Mashevitz is drunk off his ass, and he's talking to her. And uh, one of the waitresses is drunk, and she's losing it on Mashevitz. Mashevitz, you go near my girl, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to kick okay, your you're ass. You're giving it away, Exactly, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving away names. I can't give away names. To me, I mean, I know exactly who it is. <laughs> you know exactly right. who I'm talking Dying. about. Yes. So I go to the other waitress that's that's the, of the trio that's living together, and I say, hey. <laughs> now you're really <laughs> exactly. spilling the beans. <laughs> I say, hey, you know what? Process of elimination. <laughs> Get the old timesheets. As long know. as I don't give name names, yeah. I feel comfortable. It's with fine. it, I just said, I was like, you know what, your girl right now is is my my boy's moving on your old, your girl right now. He's gonna take that home, and you guys got to deal with that. And the look of fear that came over her <gasps> face, and well, she yeah, was like, because- she was like, Ramos, you got to get him out. You got You got to get him out of here. I'm like, fuck him. That's not my problem. I'm not dealing with this shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for the shits and giggles. I'm just having a good time. We're guys. Yeah. We're, we're not protecting each other. We're yeah, yeah. pushing each other. I just over the edge. Yeah. <laughs>